Welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. I am one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined as as always, always, usually, usually always, um, pretty much every time, <laughs> Matt and Cameron. We are both here. Everyone's hey. here. It is. Hey. Guess what? I'm going to drop an episode number. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Uh, episode wow. 30. The big 3-0. <gasps> we're, getting, wow. we're getting old wow. up in here. Um, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> that, it's been that, so long yeah it has um speaking of a long time um we haven't had a guest on in a while and so we saw fit nice. to invite leonard uh back onto the show for episode 30 uh leonard welcome back to the show how are you doing uh great thanks for having me back um i'm doing okay i've been really busy for the last two weeks <laughs> yeah, you've been uh, doing a lot of overtime and, and whatnot. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, milestones <clears throat> need to be hit, and that requires two weeks of 12-hour days. So. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Yeah. Condolences Remember, kids, to, your, to your time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Remember, <laughs> kids, you definitely want to work in the video game industry because Damn it's right. all fun. <laughs> Gotta love that crunch. <laughs> Fun and games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fun and games in the games industry. Um Yeah, so that's this is the, the cruise all together and uh hey. honored hey. guest aboard. So we're all happy and excited to explore yet uh, another return to uh Something we formerly covered, the, the Vampiros. Um, we're taking a look at yes, Guillermo del Toro's uh, 1993 film, Kronos. Uh, but before that, uh, we would be remiss in uh, <laughs> not covering Yokai of the Week. Oh, the famous words. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Expertly done there. God. Those wages are really justifying it, aren't they? God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all it's of that our, time uh, again. All of our Patreon dollars are, are paying for the musical mm, interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's proven to be well. It's, it's an old podcast, kids. I'm on 1995 an hour. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think we need to re- renegotiate these contracts, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Yokai of the Week, we do have a new, uh, new another uh, shirt up on the store. There is a Yokai of yes. the Week logo. Uh, so mm, if that yes. interests anyone other than just ourselves, um, it's there. <laughs> so you can check it out on yeah, TeePublic. God damn it, someone will buy this merch. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we, we, we buy all the cool kids, but... right, Sorry, that's it. <laughs> I mean, what, what you can tell we've definitely gone up in the world. Now we're on episode 30 because the first T-shirt took about five minutes to, to sign, but this one took 10 minutes to design. Oh, you know, so, getting you complex. Know, yeah, you know, we're, we're different levels now. You know, I'm thinking, well, I've got to put the text over here rather than here. You know, it was literally a, you know, I had to almost double my mouse strokes. Wow. It was amazing. I was like, yeah, I'm thinking, God, I'm heavily invested in this podcast now. Is um <laughs> is graphic design your passion, Matthew? 
Yes, for ten minutes it was. Yes, <laughs> I. Um, I <laughs> yeah, I that 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 Photoshop license is getting justified when oh, I good. you know I pay for it every month and then use it for about ten minutes every six months. It's good. It's <laughs> it's paying off. <laughs> oh, I'll never be an artist. But never mind. Don't matter. We, yes, like Dave said, there's another T-shirt out, uh, and I think it looks right actually. You know, it's. Mm. Nice. If you want to look cool, you know, you know, like the rest of us, because we're all cool, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> High five, fine. anyone? Uh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that high five. Um, so, yeah, it's Yokai of the Week time. Episode 30's Yokai of the Week time. And uh, as always, we are going to roll some dice. We're going to talk about a random yokai. This week, we are on the letter M for mm-mm. Let's talk about some yokai. Uh, is, it um, not, is it not M for monster, dear monster? It can be, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm not, I'm not dominating it. I'll, you know, it can, be, it can be monster, dear monster. It could be mini, dear mini. It could, it be, could be, um, be Mononoke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be, it could be the whole thing. Could, <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're a show where you can be what you want to be, kids. You know, don't don't let anyone, you know, tell you otherwise. Oh, so, <laughs> you know, for kids like you, Cameron, you know, being the yeah. youngest, Thank remember you. this. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's that time, Dave. Roll them. It's a good solid roll. Yeah, mm. it looks like mm. a six. Like a six? Three. You know, it was actually a six. Oh, God, he was like, like he knew. <laughs> yeah, because I can see the dice that I'm rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. yeah. it helps. Yeah, the, the, your eyes are still working. That's good, Dave. Well, one of, them, one of them is good. The other one's, it's okay. <laughs> Just one eye. He's a cyclops, really. Oh, one eye, Dave. Yeah. Well, no, I just have, so, like, one super thick glasses lens and the other one's nothing. It's uh, terrible. Uh, anyway, <laughs> M. Not for Cyclops. I believe this should be Mizuchi. Mizuchi. Yes. A dangerous water dragon. How dangerous. Uh, yes. I've just realized... Uh, Leonard, you probably don't have the link to any of these, so we're just probably, probably not. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a big surprise for me. Yeah, it's a big surprise hey. for us every episode because we don't. <laughs> it's the uh, the hand of fate tells us what we're going to talk about. I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm taking over as the the uh, uh, listener surrogate. Um, yeah. I'm like the protagonist of this podcast. Yeah, because you are. You yeah. get to explain everything to me through exposition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not talking to the listeners, we're just talking to you guys. We're just telling, we're just telling Leonard. But we've also given you the link, so <laughs> you can see what it is. There we go. Yeah. Hey, exactly. hey, keep the keep the curtain up. No, no, there's no curtain. <laughs> just like there are no dice. <gasps> it's all a, dun, dun, a mirage. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. no. A Japanese dragon. Yes, or legendary serpent-like creature. Either yeah. found in aquatic habitat or otherwise connected to water. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily a water dragon, it's just a water-adjacent dragon. So it's so it's like a dragon that doesn't mind the odd dip. It goes, no, yeah. I'm not really a water dragon, I just 
we'll occasionally have a little little soak. <laughs> it's it's almost like it it's made a in the actual wiki. It's like it's made a point about that. Like you know, he said, "Oh, so you're a water dragon?" No, I'm not a water dragon. I just like to have the odd soak. You know, so okay, there we go. Um, well, it looks like they uh, sort of um, explain that with uh, a note from some some dude, note from an author. He <laughs> 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 says that uh, rain-controlling Japanese snake deities are sometimes called dragons, uh, but cautions that for Okami and Mizuchi, it is unsafe to deduce their forms from the Chinese characters allotted to them, so... It may not be specifically mm. a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, there are some early references in the ancient chronicle Nihongi. Under the 67th year of the reign of Emperor Nintoku, conventionally dated 379 AD, uh, in central Kibi province at a fork on Kawashima River, a great water serpent or dragon dwelled and would breathe or spew out its venom, poisoning and killing many passers-by. Oh, that's pretty nasty. Uh, apparently, this was the Mizuji exterminated by Agatomori, the man in the nice uh, woodcut at the top of the page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. <clears throat> he approached the pool of the river, cast three calabashes, so wicker baskets, which floated to the surface of the water, and challenged the beast to make these gourds sink, threatening to slay it should it fail. The beast transformed into a deer and tried unsuccessfully to sink them, whereby the man slew the monster. It's an interesting what? way to fight he, a dragon. Why did he change into a deer? <laughs> I, I, was know. About to, I was That's about random. to ask the same thing. Why 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 is it why why are all these mythological stories always some weird puss in boots scenario? <laughs> Somebody is doing something uh, advantageous to them, and then you just kill them. Too fair. If this is the Japanese version of put some boots, that's mean. So, you know, <laughs> oh giant! I bet you can't sink these wicker baskets in the river. <laughs> okay, says the giant turns into something defenseless and is then immediately beheaded by a samurai. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like a treatment's been floating around DreamWorks. Of for a couple of years, that is mm. just that for the boots. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Puss and Boots kills the Shrek universe. <laughs> sort the of katana. their Deadpool reimagining. Yeah, <laughs> if Puss and Boots had a katana. That'd be amazing. And his oh. little uh, rapier. Well, you know, yeah. give it twenty years. The Puss and Boots reboots. Yeah, I mean, they could just call it reboots. Uh. Oh, boy. oh, you are banned. Oh, from this pod. I'm a I guest, and I'm banning you from this podcast. Oh, wow! Right, now I'm not allowed on the podcast. I'm just going to go work for Disney. Uh, oh, <laughs> so oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Listen, everyone, it's got to episode thirty, and uh, Cameron's now going <laughs> off to Disney. Okay, officially exiled yeah. myself with that <laughs> one comment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What is that? This keeps coming up in all these different stories about challenging Mizuchi to sink a calabash on the river. <laughs> is it a national and sport now? It must be. 
It's just like every, every single time the Mizuchi just can't sink this basket, which considering it's meant to be like a water god snake dragon thing, not being able to sink something on the river is kind of... How's, how much of a deity was this? The thing is, I've just got this mental image where the, the, the bovine cow thing from last episode is going to sort of imaginally turn up and go, well, I said you couldn't do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he never lies, that guy. Uh, no, no. Honest, uh, honest uh, cow thing. <laughs> and, and, and to be perfectly honest, it is the poison spewing that really elevates it to God status. Yeah, yeah true. true. Yeah. Just, I, I just like to imagine that it just harasses passersby, pokes its head out of the water and just spits poison <laughs> at people and then slinks back down. <laughs> kind of like a kid at the mall standing on the second floor spitting on passersby uh, I think it's just uh, uh, awful. <laughs> it's just a euphemism for insulting people yeah, yeah true, true. spitting sick bars <laughs> that Bernadine <laughs> said that I was fat and I feel terrible now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to walk around with my three calabashes. I'm just trying to make my way down to Tokyo. He just wants his wine gourds. This snake keeps calling me keeps calling me an asset. <laughs> but you can't step on these wine gourds, water dragon. Yeah. Because <laughs> you ain't got no feet. So he turned into a deer. <laughs> yeah, I... Mm. I think that so that might be how it went down. Yeah, the the logic of I will sink this, transforming not into my serpentine water deity form, but as this A deer. deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the world is full of interesting and very odd folklore. <laughs> yeah. Yoka, you strange. <laughs> I didn't bring this up. Because just for an example for all of the listeners at home, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Haku from Spirited Away is mm. probably the closest example, uh, at least physically, that the audience may recognize right off the bat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I can see it. Uh, now I just need to watch mm. Spirited Away again, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's been years. You planted that seed. <laughs> well, we know what, uh, we know what Cameron's doing after this episode <laughs> at <wow>. four a.m. <laughs> no, 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 he's going to be spirited away <laughs> <laughs> to Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah, uh, I think we've conclusively covered our thoughts on Mizuchi. Yeah, yeah, we derailed That ourselves. was. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, go ahead. that's what he does. Sing the song. So, that was that was Yokai of the Week. Whoa. Uh, We're now going to do it in a, t- you know, in dance form now. Interpretive <laughs> dance. Uh, Can't see this. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> interpretive dance for an audible <laughs> medium. Yeah, I want to be the deer. <laughs> be the deer. This is how I step on the gourds in the river. Yes. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You guys. Yeah. That's how we do. Anyway, on yeah. to the main event. Subject at hand. Kronos. Mm. Kronos. Kronos. <laughs> That's what we're going to do for the next hour. <laughs> Kronos. Kronos. Swat and pole. Oh, dear. So, what's Kronos about then? I don't know. Some dude. <laughs> yes. And Guillermo del Toro was there. <laughs> yep, uh, he, he is actually in the film. He is. Yeah. He's man walking dog uncredited, <laughs> according to I, IMDb. <laughs> Fair play to him. Oh yeah, yeah, it's his movie. Got earn his <laughs> earn his wage <laughs> in a Tarantino. Earn his wage. My goodness. <laughs> At least he isn't farmer eating carrots like in Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> when he started his diet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, fair point. So, the actual movie is about yeah. something. Um, yeah. yeah. It's about an alchemist. Yeah. That creates is, is, a is it really. Yes, it's about the alchemist. <laughs> he creates Alch- the Kronos. <laughs> yeah, the he's also a device and a vampire. He, above. But the way, the, way, the way they put the, the way they put it across that he's he's almost like he's a watchmaker by day, but an alchemist by night. You know, they sort of make out he's sort of there concocting potions in the in the night. He's mm, just, right. I'm just I'm just I'm just a watchmaker. By day, governor. I, I I don't know why I'm a Cockney, um, but I, uh, uh, what's wrong with my voice? Um, but yeah, he's he's a watchmaker by day and alchemist by night. And what is it? Did he from memory? Does he actually get um, this task by someone else, or is he just he oh, just no. decides to do it? But he does no, it by his own. A, 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 he just wanted to live forever. Classic alchemist. Don't we all? No, a dude yeah. told him to make it. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what, yeah. He's... I don't know. Mine had the original um, Spanish yeah. monologue in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was working with um subtitles and English intro monologue, so possible changes. Yeah. No, I don't remember who <laughs> did, but somebody definitely. <laughs> yeah. Had him. We don't make, know. Who. Yeah, we don't, we don't know, know who it was, but somebody someone asked. Somebody yeah. asked the alchemist to make. Is it? But the way it's put across is like someone said to him. Like someone in the street, oh, I'd love to live forever. And he's like, yes, I will do that for you. It's like, he's like, yes, it is a good task. idea. Yes. And a finger curls up on the monkey's paw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bug's paw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the bug's paw. Hmm. It's the worst. <laughs> it's like a little maggot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really love those shots because it's just maybe like, oh, here's the bug trapped in the middle of this incredibly complex, incredibly tiny set of mechanisms. Where I'm just like, mm. 
it, it, it looks like a shot of like this great gold throne. It's, it's like a Warhammer 40k shot. That bug is like the emperor of mankind on the big <laughs> on, on the golden throne. Yeah, yeah, just 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 hamming it up in there. Just like, oh, I'm gonna fill you your blood and turn you into a vampire. Oh. It's also like super tiny. It's like a little tiny yeah. bug. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but I, th- I don't think it's really noticeable. In half the shots, I'm, it was only towards later in the film I realized there's actually a bug inside it. I'm just busy looking at all mm. the cogs and, yeah, and yeah, uh, machinery yeah. in it. I'm like, hang on, there's a bug in there as well. It's not, <laughs> there's well, a bug in there yeah. as well. It, well. It's the main <laughs> component of the device. Uh, yeah. And it's really weird because well, you yeah. can see its eyes fill up with blood when it's filtering the blood. Yeah, yeah. I felt, I felt like it was it, we're in Cameron's house. There's <laughs> like a bug in there again. <laughs> How are the termites? Termite that um, turns into a we, vampire. We, uh, we've removed <laughs> part of the garage. Uh, so we yeah, we saw the ceiling plates back up there eventually. Yeah, uh, so I, I put a picture up on Twitter of the bowed-in ceiling plates in the garage. Uh, those are now gone. We've also removed the eaten-through cross, cross beams that were meant to be holding those up. So now to everything else we need to strip out and then put in not untreated pine. Who puts untreated pine wood in a roof in Australia? The guys that want not vampire termites. Apparently. I was, about to, yeah, I was about to say, you've definitely got a bee in your bonnet about it, but you've, you've got a termite in your, in your loft. <laughs> is yeah, that, some of the is that, that the new saying? Termite in your locket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Termite <laughs> <like> my locket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the episode title. Man, the Polly Pocket toys got really <laughs> weird yep, yep. at the end. <laughs> oh, oh Polly. She's a van- been a vampire yeah. all along. <laughs> um, so can I can can I talk about my favorite part of this this opening voiceover yeah. where they set up the alchemist who made who was attempting to find eternal life by shoving a bug in a locket. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and, 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 go for it. and that's the the various other insects that he was trying to use. Like there's a stick beetle there, there's some <laughs> other giant scarab. And I'm yep. just wondering like how many like discarded well like uh, non-functioning Kronos <laughs> devices there were where he went through all the trouble of like just shoving a bug into a locket <laughs> clock and saying, okay, now this thing's gonna stab ya. Gonna stab ya. And I'm going to see if you live forever. Don't be, don't be worried. There's a bug in there. And if it's the right one, then you'll live yep. forever. Yeah. I'm yep. not crazy at all. Hey. I just filled all this antique jewelry with a colony of wasps. Let's try this out. <laughs> it's like putting a, it's like putting a bee bees hive in a Faberge egg. It's really yeah. Awesome. yeah. Is that the secret? Okay. Yeah. Is that why they're so expensive? Yeah. The thing is, uh, I just got a mental Im- I got a mental image of him like trying to put something in like a like a ladybird or something, a little ladybug. <laughs> Or something in there, and it's like really struggling. I can't do this. I'm tiny. He's like, okay, chuck it away. <laughs> Tries a wood like, oh no, bigger bugs. We need them. Filter my. He made a trip to Australia. Bug. I thought that that'd be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like one drop comes out. 
It's like the ladybug's like, I'm done. <laughs> Can't do it. We're gonna need a bigger smallest market. filter ever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine the locket was probably one of those little ne- little neck lockets. Yeah. You know, just right there. It was like really tiny. With a little... No, this is gonna work. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> What made him use bugs anyway? I know yeah, there's that's obviously... what I was thinking. What if the animal like this one this is a squirrel in it? <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> it, it had to be a bug because the Kronos device needs to look like a cool scarab. That's the reason yeah. why it's not a bear. That's the reason why it's not a pig. But can you imagine <laughs> if it was just like Hey, first of all, it's a vampire movie. You could have done a bat Kronos device, putting that out there. B, could you imagine like just like Dave said, like a squirrel, just a squirrel, squirrel with the where the tail wraps around your arm, and then just all the little spikes shoot out to do the filtering, and then some nuts just fall off. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's where I kept my nuts. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, a squirrel. Yeah. What well, you like, thought? You know, I know a what bunny. A squirrel. <laughs> It's a bunny from Banicula. They can be already a vampire right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> you just got to eat uh, lots of vegetables afterwards. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. <laughs> it's better than people. Just become a militant vegan. Oh, oh. squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. Those five minutes <laughs> Back to the introduction because... <laughs> <laughs> Back to the introduction because we're only two and a half minutes into this film at this point. Good God! All right, that's we, why you're here to keep us on track, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, So um, the alchemist uh, apparently succeeds yeah. in creating a device that allows uh, allows one to live forever, only to be killed. When a vault collapses, like how long is it? Is it like it's like four hundred years? It's about four hundred. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Four hundred years yeah. later, something collapses and he's impaled, and yeah. that's that's what eternal life gets you. Yeah. Dude made it all the way to nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah. Well, I was in a collapsing building. I was reading that because um, he he was in Veracruz in in Mexico, and supposedly. In real life, there was an actual earthquake. Yeah, in that year. yeah. So there's a so it's. I think there's obviously some symbolism there. Where obviously, yeah, he is living forever, but Mother Nature and can and you know acts of God can still you know <laughs> screw you over. <laughs> basically, scary, you know, yeah. so yeah, an earthquake happens and he gets impaled, and you know all that was for nothing, really. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to go into symbolism, and this just <clears> popped into my head in a moment of clarity amidst all that laughter that's being cut out, so you haven't heard it. It's being cut out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, is, isn't isn't basically, isn't the Kronos device just like a super efficient dialysis machine? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, is, that, is that the symbolism of this entire movie? It's an old man whose kidneys are failing effectively, so he's got a Kronos device. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Ooh, that dude, that dude well, lost more than just his kidneys. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, true. Half his yeah. body was fake. Half his body's <laughs> in, in and, jars. And, and, that's, why was he keeping that's the That's such pieces? a good line. Uh, that's weird. 
It's such a good line, those half my bodies in this case. <laughs> but the thing is, you, part of me wanted to pause it and go, what parts are in there? Because there were some really dodgy looking parts in there, I must admit. You know, it's not, you know, there's, I don't know. I don't yeah, know they failed there. you because they were all kinds of wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want those parts in your body. <laughs> Twitter Clark is killing you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the uh, the Chronos device apparently has a very intricate and very series of rules mm. as regarding its use, which I guess our maze is just kind of magically follows to the letter throughout the film. Does uh, anybody follow it to the letter? Because no, no one even had it. <laughs> no, it's, no one even know what the rules are. <laughs> yeah, no one ever explains what the rules they just say, yeah, ooh, it's really you have to be you have to be on top of it if you're gonna yeah. use the chronos, but I'm not gonna tell you what that means whatsoever. And well, then I mean, later on I ate the pages that I ate the instructions. That's why his body parts are in those jars, because <laughs> he was busy eating paper out of four hundred year old manus- manuscripts. That's probably where he went wrong <laughs> that's actually been the cause of his problems the entire time yeah. is that he's been yeah, eating yeah. papers since he was a child he's just suffering from pica organs, yeah. and, <laughs> and all of his organs just failed out. <laughs> yeah ink poisoning <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, mm. oh well, one last thing about mm. the, the, the opening narration yes is uh, when uh, when the alchemist is found dying, he looks like stone. Did they say mm. marble? Marble. Yeah, marble yeah. skinned, yeah. Yes, his skin looks like marble, and they find a dead guy trying his yep. apartment <laughs> being <laughs> let out. Yep. <laughs> you know, as you do. As you do. The well, police he, found, he the police said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just the police said nothing, auctioned off his belongings. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he was already dead. What could they do? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so the general idea with this thing is that somehow filters your blood. Mm-hmm. And I think then if you die after that, you are reborn. Like, you get, you get some classic vampirism symptoms of like, oh, that thing's got blood on it. It looks juicy. For some reason, we keep raw, untreated tripe in our fridge, uncovered on a plate. Um, separate issue. Uh, <laughs> and then I think I'm I'm guessing from this from the fact that um that Jesus appeared to go through the transformation roughly correctly that you actually have to die like a traditional death, and then several days or an amount of time, I should say, later you are resurrected or reborn. There's a lot of talk about insects and Jesus, uh, the <laughs> biblical figure, not Jesus, not uh, he's Jesus, pardon me, the, uh, the filmic figure in this film. Hmm. Cinematic figure? That's better than filmic figure. Sorry. Film. <laughs> it's <laughs> late. Don't figure. worry. <laughs> now, now, a question. By traditional yeah. death, you mean being having your car pushed off a cliff by Ron Perlman? As yeah, happens all the time. Yes, that is the most traditional that we we refer to that as natural causes in Los yeah. Angeles because yeah. well, it's a worldwide happened. phenomenon. Yeah, you know, every 
every yeah. they say every minute someone dies having their car pushed off a cliff by Ron Perlman. Yeah, it's been nicely dubbed the Perlman shove. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's a bit like you know, like back, so backdoor big. shuffle, Perlman shove. You know, <laughs> didn't wait, get all those wait, big wait, what was that? Was that the anything. backdoor shuffle? Did I just hear? <laughs> yeah, backdoor shuffle. What is that? Is- have you, have you not heard that? Back, uh, you, no, I have not, not heard, heard the back door shuffle. Oh no, but it's it's not it's nothing to do with death. Well, it can't. It's, it's, ba- it's, ba- <laughs> it's basically when if you say someone does a <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize you. No, sorry, I didn't realize you guys know, wouldn't know what that term meant. Basically, a backdoor shuffle is when someone leaves like a party or a di- or something like that without really telling anyone. They sort oh, of just disappear. Isn't that you know normal, where you just sort of just creep out? You know. Yeah. You, you know, well, yeah. I don't know. You know, you, you know, maybe it's a British thing. Yeah, you know, we're uh, not. You know, we, we just want to go. Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, just quietly slip away. You know, without, like, you know, without doing that. Oh, I'm, I'm off. I'm off now, guys. Oh, you know, ten hours of hugs and kisses and high fives yeah, and all that. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, backdoor shuffle, oh, just making a slight, they call slight that, exit. The Batman. The uh, <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, costume and all. Mm. It's like, oh god, I've got to wear the costume again to leave. Oh, I'll just say, I'll just say bye to everyone instead. Then <laughs> uh, I just call it the social anxiety. <laughs> well, there's, yeah, that could be another way of calling it. Just way I go. Real right? life. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let it all out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Where so are we, we at? Rob Perlman. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's busy shoving cars again. I mean, well, well. Officially, we're at the five minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. We're not, we're not actually covering the movie. Yeah. We just care about vampires. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he said the V word at last. We sort of never really alluded to much about it being vampire. Well, actually, that doesn't get mentioned through the whole film. Yeah, well, no, I don't no, one, no one calls yeah, it a vampire. I don't think. No. But even no. even the bit with, with the marble skinned watchmaker alchemist, mm. he, you know, you, you get hints, don't you, that. You know, there could be some vampirism that's involved, especially the, like I said, the body yeah. that's being drained. And, <laughs> and let's be honest, he does look a bit, a bit like a, yeah, it's like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, eh? Vampire, wink. You know, it's a bit like that. <laughs> so he likes his symbolism, doesn't he? So yeah. Well, uh, Jesus's uh, granddaughter Aurora certainly thinks he's a vampire. <laughs> like, makes him a little coffee yeah. head. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she she so doesn't seem faced by any extinct trunk. No, mm. she really doesn't. She just, I know she doesn't talk apart from she has what one line that she says, talks "Grandpa, around? Grandpa, Grandfather." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no wonder she didn't talk. <laughs> you sound like an old man. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait no, that's French, not Spanish. Uh, <laughs> that's what, that's why she didn't understand what anyone's saying. She's like, <laughs> I speak French, not Spanish. <laughs> so, Grandfather, it would appear that you're a vampire. Yes, you are vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I don't know the effects on him when he's in his true vampire state. Were I don't know. What did you guys think about it? They're a bit. Uh, I know the budget wasn't great on this movie because obviously it was it was Del Toro's first you know feature film, but mm. I mean I think they're pretty cool considering that they probably were done by 
some lady down the road who says, yeah, I, I do a bit of makeup and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he, you know, hires him out. But I think, I think the, you know, the effects were pretty good. You know, it's all quite, yeah. I like him cause it wasn't, you know, there's was no, no CGI or anything like that. I think it's quite yeah, cool when they yeah. do the practical effects. Well, we are a big fan of practical effects on this show, aren't we? Yeah, we suit or like nothing. It. Yeah, <laughs> suit or nothing, yeah. <laughs> if you're not wearing a suit, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, well, these designs, we definitely see... Um, I wouldn't even say they're influenced, because this just... Del Toro does his own creature designs. He like, draws all the stuff. But yeah. we see these yeah, themes, and like, the, um, the swirls in the flesh are repeated in, like, Hellboy 2 and uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So the alabaster skin isn't just pale. It actually has sort of lines through it, which I guess Happens. lends a little bit more um, yeah. an idea of that death is the chrysalis to bring you from you know your regular life into this vampiric existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, leaning hard look, on the, like... the bug mm-hmm. motifs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I th- I think the um I think the face makeup in particular is very good. Um, mm-hmm. like uh, especially for the um when he starts going purple because uh his human skin is sort of just rotting away and he's yeah. not peeled it all off yet. Um, I don't I I really like that. Um, it sort of harkens back to those days where. A vampire was, you know, there's a vampire around town. Let's dig up the last person who died. And it's like, oh, their skin's all purple and they're all bloated. They're clearly just drinking everyone's blood. It's kind of the more traditional vampire look there. And then, yeah, peels away these big chunks and there's just this dead white underneath, which, Dave, you're talking about the chrysalis transformation uh, caterpillar to butterfly style thing. Um, and the folds of skin do kind of remind me of butterfly wings and butterfly sort of abdomen kind of patterns a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, even just, just, the, just like, um, they almost the look creases. like a cocoon, like the designs yeah, that you also see that, yeah. a cocoon. Mm. Yeah, I think it's quite good overall. And there's a couple of bits where I'm like, well, they just tinted his hand purple in this shot. I don't think they even did makeup, but <laughs> I think the one the one scene that I found a bit odd was when that scene where the, uh, is it Dieter, the sort of bad guy, he <laughs> sort of shows him, I think he's called Dieter anyway, the, the bad guy sort of shows him in the mirror what, you know, about, you know, just peel it off, mm. peel his skin off and he's looking, but it was, I couldn't really see anything. You know, if I, if I thought, if I can't see anything, then, then, uh, Jesus Grease can't see much. Um, yeah, it was just a bit odd. I mean, I, I don't know if it was just, I didn't really get that. I understood what he was obviously trying to do, but I just felt when he's there looking in the mirror, I, I, I wouldn't, you just go, well, I just look a bit haggard. You know, he didn't like, you know, it's not like it was one of those scenes where he's like literally just, you know, tearing, you know, his skin off and like, Oh God, my skin's coming off. You know, he's literally just like, hmm, hmm, that looks a bit odd. Um, I just thought it was a bit of an odd choice really. To... Yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't using an actual mirror. It was like a piece of well, polished yeah, metal like, or whatever. Yeah. Dish. Yeah. So really, what really what he should have done is go. How am I supposed to see my face in that? Give me a mirror. Has, <laughs> That's what he he's really thinking. Vampire eyes. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. True. But the actual um, with the the sort of grey complexion he's got is is actually grey is quite a in, sort of quite a big theme in this movie because well I think 
Greece is Gris's surname is Gray, is Gray in Spanish, I believe, unless my sources are telling me differently. Um, and the actual movie was going to be called The Vampire of the Grey Dawn, as opposed mm. to Kronos. Um, and obviously, I think Dawn, I think Aurora is Dawn in Spanish or has connections. Again, I could be wrong on that. So there's, you know, there's, so obviously you've got the, the, you know, the title was going to be called the vampire, the gray dawn. You've got the fact that obviously you've got the gray complexion and then the, even the marble like version of him right at the end of the movie, he's still, you know, still got quite a gray tone to it, but also there's gray morality tones and, Mm. you know, everyone in this is quite gray area aren't they not even you know even ron perlman as as angel uh i don't know um he he, angel he um even he's a great character (laughs) right come on let's get out systems angel (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were just wanting to say angel um even he's a a great character you know where yeah he's you know seen as a, a henchman but then he's at the same time he's waiting around for his uncle to die, but then also he's getting beaten by him as well. Mm. He keeps getting his nose broken <laughs> throughout the whole movie. Which is it's... the running gag of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Ron Perlman's yeah. jacked up nose. Yeah. yeah. Is actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. it is actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was great. Actually in that first scene where he was in the shop and he just pulls out all the um the nose profile cards yeah he sort of holds them up just say it's like what do you two think this is very important to me what do you guys think this one no no this one maybe <laughs> so you yeah. so you asked an, old, an, old, an elderly gentleman running antiques and, granddaughter. Door, and his granddaughter can't talk. who can't talk yeah yeah anyone yeah, I just want to, you know, get enough informed opinions. If I just ask everybody, and I'll yeah. just go with the, you know, the the common denominator here. And they seem to like nose number four. That's great. Yeah. We'll go with that number four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought I thought he was a really good character. I mean, Ron Perlman can do no wrong in my eyes. I think he's good in everything <laughs> he is. But he's a, he's a very. I think his character in this is very good because he's very he's very hammy he's very over the top at times you know i think yeah. especially that bit where he's where he's celebrating his uncle on death's doorstep and he's like yes <laughs> you know it's like it's just it's really well done but at the same time he is actually like i said he's not you sort of all in some ways you can almost feel sorry for him really he's just caught up in it he doesn't care about the chronos device no he no. doesn't care about living forever he just wants to he just i suppose he just wants to be free Really. He's supposed to be free of his uncle. <laughs> Ultimately, money. just want, and yeah, money. money and not to get well, beat up. Well, yeah, but then that, that's but it, that's where it's all, you know, it, sort of connected, isn't it? In the sense that his uncle is beating him, therefore keeps breaking his nose, and he's you know, and he's looking at you know getting nose jobs. But obviously, that would be quite costly. So he's waiting for him to mm. die, so he can stop beating his nose and then get a new nose <laughs> done as well. It's, yeah. It's, it's quite i think it's it's good because even though like i said there is a little bits of symbolism in that i think it's good because it also sort of detracts from the rest of it and it's almost like its own little side story as well as obviously the main thing about the device and and the vampirism as well it's yeah i think it's quite a nice little yeah side story yeah definitely well not nice (laughs) yes (laughs) once upon a time a man was getting his nose broken by his uncle (laughs) 
And oh, nice then he started story. pushing oh, people off cliffs. Yes. In their cars, because he's yes. Ron Perlman is very yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> and it was forever known as the Perlman Shove. <laughs> the end. <laughs> but no, it's good. that was good. I must admit. I think all the characters are good in this because I suppose it doesn't ha- ultimately it doesn't have that many you know prominent you know sorry it doesn't have that many characters. You sort yeah. of have you have uh, Jesus Greece, who ladies his his yeah. wife who's definitely yeah. looks too young for him. Um, <laughs> which in a bit that that's what also plays into the symbolism as well because obviously a lot of it is about you know prolonging life, isn't it? And you can obviously he's just a normal guy at the end of the day single grease he's he just wants to live long because you know he did not because he wants to be a mad i want to live forever sort of uh, character he just wants to obviously spend more time with his wife he's a bit too old for and also he's very young you know looking after his very young daughter because obviously there's that bit sort of halfway through the movie where because i presumed always throughout from the start that he was the grandfather um yeah. as opposed to a very old dad which you know <laughs> it happens um <clears throat> but then obviously halfway through the movie he mentions about aurora's dad who i'm presuming was his son was his i son, presume yeah. i'm assuming he uh, yeah. yeah yeah so you know then you think oh yeah so he's definitely the grandfather and like i said he just wants to you know just enjoy life and mm-hmm. and obviously how life is better when it's just kept simple it's not about it's not about money it's not about weird little bugs in weird little machines <laughs> prolonging life and vampire just about being with your family and just you know the nice things in life so i think that's you know it's there's some good layers to it i think yeah oh it's also pretty interesting that um jesus isn't he's not even after the immortality he just wants to be done with it it was like an accident that he even yeah, you know, use the device and like this in the first place. then it just became sort of an addiction that was unwanted Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah one of my favorite thing, uh, and I actually uh, wrote it down in my notes, uh, which is at uh at minute uh seventeen, uh <laughs> when he when he winds the chronos up, I'm looking at it, I'm like, you can't turn that emblem like a key. No <laughs> one's no one's turning that and to to operate anything. That is not a key. There aren't fingernails in the world that can wrap around that and twist that properly. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Completely shattered my <laughs> my suspension of disbelief went out the window the minute that happened. Ruined, movie was ruined afterwards. My immersion. Also, can 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 we talk about this? Uh, uh, I'd like to propose a new uh, phrase. Yeah. Uh, in honor of uh, Del Toro, mm-hmm. um, much like purple uh, purple prose, I'd like to introduce purple set design into <laughs> into uh, film vernacular because man, there is just stuff everywhere in every scene <laughs> of this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is it is the it is the visual equivalent of purple prose. For the um the next console generation of <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. there's, there's just suddenly there's all this stuff everywhere Clear. where we crates in the room 
Yeah, no, it is it is filled to the brim with stuff, which is really good for some bits, like little sort of rooftop hideaway dealios mm-hmm. is filled to bursting with stuff, and it's just like, yeah, it's an old bluff. They just chuck everything they can't use right now up here, and it looks good for that. It's like, which, you know, I'm sure everyone at some point in their life has gone into an attic or into an old back closet or something a space like that and it feels very real like that you know everything's dusty everything's beat up uh one holes in the roof and there's holes in the glass in the door which i'm not sure is safe for a child grandfather uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's, it's funny it's funny you actually there's quite a big contrast actually between uh dita's uh you know residence and the residents of you know of uh, Greece and Aurora and, and Mercedes, where you've got <laughs> where the importance seems to be on you know from Dieter's point of view, everything's all precision. You know everything. You know mm. there's they're you know they're putting things on their feet and wearing masks and you know you know from contamination or decontamination and you know everything's properly in its place. You know where where he's you know he's so obsessed with finding this thing and and you know everything's got to be a certain way, whereas. But, you know, but for it, he's not happy. And then mm. in contrast, you've got, you know, Greece and his family where, yeah, you know, his antique shop is all, you know, is all cluttered. His house is all cluttered, but they're still, they're happy. You know, it's like, look, it doesn't matter <laughs> if everything's all, you know, all over the place. You know, we're a family. It's nice, you know. So, yeah, it's a, a little, just something I p- picked up throughout the movie. Mm. Yeah. And then with uh, with Senora Greece, um, they're not uh, they're not happy because of the clutter, but it's not like yeah. upsetting their way of life until someone actually well, yeah that's what I mean it up. And they're not yeah I mean not they're not because go- of yeah. material possessions. They're not shown like no. caring about those things until they're broken, you know, and that's really because yeah. someone you know came into your your space and wrecked your your livelihood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I did like the um, uh, what's his name? It's, it's Dieter, but I don't remember what his full yeah. De La Oh, uh, De La Guardia. Yeah, De La Guardia. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're in like this understated, I guess, factory or machine shop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everything has an idea. You know, there's. There's like little bit of working machinery, um, but overall it's like an abandoned factory, even though they're technically a business and they're uh, yeah. open yeah. all night or all hours or whatever you keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on their business. What's, 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 what's their business supposed to be? Um, the, reveal it. Um, uh, well, I they don't say it, but from what I can gather, uh, they export uh, export sparks and steam. Ah, uh, okay. That's all yeah. you ever see <laughs> in that factory. Largest exporter of sparks and steam in Mexico. <laughs> also, also, also home to the most ineffective. See, oh yeah, <laughs> that place is riven with filth. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, I, okay. it, 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 it's it's very much like um, it's. I imagine like an a late eighties 
early 90s person would think of a clean room with, okay, so there are humidifiers everywhere, there are tanks with water, even though most of them <laughs> have fish in it, and it's all white, all white and linen. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And, and don't worry, we can put your food in on a tray, but then walk in through the door next to it, and we could have just been <laughs> carrying the tray through the door. Yeah. I, I don't understand why you did that, and then we walked in there. But... I, anyway. Yeah, I love I love the 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 service the food service door next to the actual door because mm. you know those contaminants won't go through the food service door, but <laughs> except for the food service door is completely open, <laughs> like closed off to <laughs> yeah. the outside world. <laughs> well, I, I, well, not only completely open, but also large enough to fit a small child through. Yes. Yeah, true. One that can true. come in and unlock the door. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, I think we, we, we have to talk about the licking the blood off the floor scene yeah. in the toilet. Uh, yeah, and then it's like nose blood. That was probably bothering me more than... Yeah. The yeah. Nose blood, <laughs> tissue blood. <laughs> Bloody nose to yeah. just yeah, yeah. that up. Mm. I think he, I think uh, I think he played that role well, where he's almost like licking his lips. It was it was really unnerving me that bit where he sort of where you know he could he could see the the blood pouring out of the uh, the guy's nose and yeah. he, and he's almost like I said he's almost licking his lips there, but it wasn't done in like I said a very hammy way. It was very in, done in a very unsettling way. And like I said when he's there. And he, you know, goes to the toilet, and then he finds it, you know, dripping on the floor. It's the fact that he didn't just. I think what made it quite surreal and and unnerving. It was, is it like the fact that he wasn't ravenous with it? He wasn't like he didn't just jump on the floor and go. Rah, rah, I'm just like you know, just properly, <laughs> yeah. just like licking it because that's what that's what ravenous vampires do. They just go. Rah, 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 rah. Um, they, <laughs> is the fact that you know he was there, you know, slowly going to the floor, almost like. Like it's almost like he was sniffing it, you know, and like you know, like it's real, like a real treat. Like mm, it was very like I don't want to say the word sexual because that's not that isn't the right thing. But you, you get what I mean. It's it was that very sort of like almost like turning him on sort of thing. It was quite unnerving. I mean, it was great from a from the point of view that it makes the scene. But yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, there was yeah. Before Jesus dies, there's a real strong kind of drug allegory, I think. Um, mm-hmm. When he first, when he, when he first gets stung by the Chronos, mm-hmm. there's that scene of him after his his hands been bandaged up, and he's just pacing around and scratching at his at his hand mm-hmm. opening the window to try to get some fresh air some cool air and drinking water and it's and and it only ever really subsides when he uses it again on the staircase so it's almost as if there's kind of two phases to it where you become like this drug addict that is kind of starting to get into drinking blood and then when you die you just go full vampire full yeah. full full marble vampire yeah well it could have something to do with the rules that you're supposed to be following so the the initial time when he uses the, the 
device. It doesn't complete its cycle. He pulls it off when it just first stabbed right. him and, you know, the, the other needle didn't pop out to filter and replace the blood. So I think he was being driven um, to complete that first cycle. And that's where we get that weird, like, withdrawal symptoms uh, going on. And, you know, right. he does the staircase bit and actually completes the <laughs> the, the Kronos ritual. Somehow. <laughs> so, I mean, so we're thinking that in that state, is he becoming a sort of, is he like a half? half human half vampire at that stage you know before he actually die you know do and do you like you said like we said earlier do you actually have to die to complete the cycle you know or is it just left to our imagination i think uh, it's a little well, bit of both mm, yeah. yeah probably <laughs> yeah with a healthy dose of left to your imagination yeah. Um, once yeah. again, once again having a character just say oh there are a bunch of rules you need to follow but I'm not going to tell you <laughs> yeah. or you, audience. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wouldn't He wouldn't <laughs> tell Jesus because that wasn't in his interest no. because he wants the device for himself. If he tells Jesus, then he's just giving away the, the secret of immortality versus yeah, someone accidentally, true. you know, stumbling upon it and potentially ruining it. But, um... I think what's also, it's not really implied, it's he overtly says it, uh, that I don't think the device can work for more than one person. Like, it's one at a time. These damn rules, why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Where's that, that coming from? In, it was in Latin, and we couldn't read the book because he showed it for two seconds. <laughs> it, yeah. it, wait, it was Latin backwards, and they oh, showed yeah. it for two seconds. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Because alchemist. Because yeah. alchemist. Damn alchemist. Because of and their rules. <laughs> oh, bring Hudson Hawk into this. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we should uh, take a, a little bit of a, a moment to talk about the vampiric attributes that um, Jesus has. So we've covered the, the, the bloodlust and mm-hmm. sort of a mild... Um, immortality he's able to recover from well death and then what would again be crippling like car crash wounds and and whatnot he just you know takes time but he can get back up um but he also has an aversion to sunlight damaging him yep so that's classic vampiros uh i don't think there's anything else Specifically, well, I suppose um, the well, he definitely can see his reflection. The heart being pierced, the heart being pierced yep. would kill him. Yep. Uh, I think that that's kind of it. You know, he doesn't have any. He's not any stronger. He's not any faster. There's none of that. It's not like that sort of. It's more just this will keep you from dying, kind of thing. And then you have to, you know, commit horrible things to to maintain your life because you're going to have to be killing people or <laughs> getting your blood one way or the other. Um, doesn't say that if the blood could be from a dead person, I think it has to be someone that's alive, probably. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It'd be easier to look at the little book <laughs> if we could read Latin in <laughs> a mirror. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is the D student alchemist uh, guide to immortality. It's like, okay, 
so you don't get any superpowers, um, but you hate sunlight, uh, you look like a marble statue, and people can still hurt you really, really badly just in general. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, enjoy living forever. Yes. You sure you want that immortality? I'm just, you're just like, wow, this, wow, I, you, you, this is a bad, this is a bad deal, sir. This alchemy <laughs> is no good. <laughs> Shouldn't have picked a mug. If you're yeah. the squirrel, yeah, squirrel you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you could you just imagine if the Kronos just operated differently based on the but ever animal it was used? Uh, You'd just be twitchy if it was oh, a squirrel. Yeah, scared <laughs> of everything, run away from everything, hoarding all yeah, your possessions. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and also drinking blood. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and also drinking blood. That's the thing that yeah. carries over to all. You still have to drink human blood. Oh, you just take but... on the horrible character traits of whatever animal mm. <laughs> it's made out of. Do also, I... you still wow. look like a statue. Yeah. Or do you? You scratch up your skin and it's all fur underneath. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, traditional werewolf. Yeah, I'll sing about squirrel and dope. I don't know oh. what you'd call that. A vampire squirrel sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like it'd be something out of uh, Kingdom Death Monster, doesn't it? It's yeah, like one, <laughs> one of the things you fight. Dude, it's a squirrel. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, they've got that um that Oblivion mosquito, so they're covered in weird bug department. Why not a squirrel? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I don't think there was anything else that was specifically vampiric. Um, no, but I think I think that's deliberate though because I don't. No, yeah, it, no, they, they, they because, don't say vampire for one. Also, it's yeah. funny because obviously when you it's well, this sort of sum, to me summarizes it. Like I said, I watched I watched this film a couple of nights ago and uh, at the when we were staying at the mother in laws and she was like, oh, what are you watching? I was like, oh, watching you know this film for the podcast. It's a vampire film, and obviously instantly she thought, oh, it's going to be a horror film. And it's not really, is it? It's it you drama, know, it's, it, it's a dry, yeah. It's, it, it's which is quite good actually, because it, it's not just your stereotypical vampire horror film. It's actually, like I said, got so many other different layers to it. It's all I said about symbolism. It's about um, bugs and all the other things. You know, it's not. Yeah, it's not a horror. Yeah, yeah. There's a few little scenes that could be seen as horror, but they're not. You know, even him as a vampire isn't horrific you know he's not a scary looking he just looks a bit of a he, he looks a bit of a shabby vampire really. oh yeah <laughs> well i mean that's that's del toro for you you know we covered uh yeah, exactly. the labyrinth and there weren't even any panions yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know it's always that sort of border you know where like i said when we covered pan's labyrinth where you know like pan you know for the actual fawn itself is that it's almost horror, you know. Well, mm. I suppose it depends what you're, what you think of mm. for. Some people, it could be horror, but he's, you know, he's just that slightly unnerving. And again, I suppose, you know, Gris is like that, where he's just that slightly, hmm, you know, that's not normal um, sort of vibe. But you know, ultimately, it isn't it isn't a horror film? And I think, like I said, that's a really good way of doing yeah. it. To be fair, it, it, well, you know, he deals in in allegory and fairy tales, and this is a vampire. Yeah fairy tale which is a nice spin um on it and it's definitely 
uh, skews away from a lot of the tropes, maintains it enough to where you can kind of classify it a little bit. Um, but I think overall is a, it's an excellent change of pace. And um, well, I mean, we're all fortunate that he did this movie because it, it oh, yeah. gave him the Absolutely. more of the street cred to move on to a uh, little higher budgeted uh, projects. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Higher budgeted par- projects also involving insects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never give up that bug. <laughs> he loves the bug. I think he's I like again talking about the bugs. I think that scene where um Dieter is telling him about obviously it, uh, about the different bugs where he's like saying these are are these like God's favorite creatures oh, where yeah. they you know that where they great. I thought that was really good you know and it, and some of the points he was making were like hmm you know about like I said like we've said before cockroaches surviving nuclear blasts and and you know uh, insects living within amber you know back from yeah. you know years ago and all you know all the other uh, examples you can use and i thought that was r- real great and it's you know where we think you know obviously dave was thinking but it should be a squirrel really you know and obviously <laughs> yeah. you know, Dieter's like no no not squirrel bugs <laughs> and this is why bugs you know and i thought that was really good bugs. yeah <laughs> so all about the bugs yeah. but then i think let's be honest if this they're that sort of type yeah. of creature where you know even real life they will always exist you know they're always the start and they're always the end how right. profound. Yeah. <laughs> Very profound. Very profound. <laughs> Squirrels. Squirrels. Vampire. Squirrels. <laughs> uh, let's let's tell Del Toro that next film. You know. Squirrels. Yeah, put, Once put you down. get over Fishman yeah. syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One vampire squirrels, please. Oh god, did anyone see just recently the last couple of good fan art of um Lincoln's Donuts from Breath of the Wild? <laughs> Yeah, no. someone, imagine. Yeah, oh, someone did fan art in the style of uh, style of his new films poster with you know Sedonis in a tank and Link like mm. putting the hand up on it. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, and you see that? It was really funny. Run <laughs> across it on old Twitter. Yeah. <sighs> Would, what, what's our thoughts on what happened to Gris at the end? Do we think he died at the end? Um, I like to think hmm. that it ended happily. Um, most of those horror stuff yeah. doesn't really end happily. I mean, you could argue <laughs> the case that it, some things may. Um, uh, I'd like to err on the side of a uh, happy ending on this one. Joy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... I, mm, I'm going to say that I do think that Gris did pass. Uh, De La Guardia does say at some point that if the machine goes, he'll go too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Didn't say when I... he'll go, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it says in the wiki that he believes God had saved him because of his attempted self-sacrifice, potentially. So, you know, so maybe, yeah. Well, again, it's an ambiguous ending deliberately, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, two minutes after that scene, he kills both of them and drinks their blood because he's still a vampire. Who knows? Oh, you negative Nancy camera. (laughs) (laughs) No, you could have done. Yeah. Yeah. 
but, that's, yeah. it's what an ambiguous ending is all about is mm. you've got to come up with your own ideas yeah this is the deleted scenes I've, <laughs> I've actually got the special edition I didn't get a chance Del Toro oh, bit, nice. you know where he comments about it so yeah, I wish mm. I had no well, this is what I really wanted to happen. <laughs> he kills them all. Ta-da! More bugs. <laughs> more bugs, yeah. Uh, we went with the idea of a squirrel, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We just made the Kronos yeah. too big, you know, on it small. And I'm pretty sure, like, it changes <laughs> sizes. I think the props they had may have not all been the same size. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hand sized, sometimes it's like almost actual locket sized. It's a bit all over the place. And then when we look inside it, it's it's basically the 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 uh, um oh geez, what's a uh, tar Tardis Tardis? It's Tard- basically oh, the on Tardis the because it's just a giant set. <laughs> that, that that's supposed to be the inside of this locket. <laughs> okay. I I yep. was half expecting Genie for my dream of Genie was inside <laughs> of there at some point. Oh, oh well, she yeah. was. She's just a bug. <laughs> Everyone's a bug. <laughs> no, yeah, this is bugs. the dark, edgy sequel to I Dream of Genie is in fact Chrono. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if we if we had our own Kronos device, yeah. what bug would we want in it? Uh, hmm. Well, you, I mean, you got loads to choose from over yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I'm running yeah, over my options. Yeah. Oh, you, you're probably thinking, no, not don't say termites. <laughs> no, no termites, please. Good lord, <laughs> I'm already mostly blind as it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let me think on it. Uh, Dave, what insect would you make into your Kronos? Hmm. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It makes, it, sound, it makes it sound like we're talking about our, our Power Ranger powers here. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> How about you, Leonard? Any, uh, any thoughts? What would I you would... Well, I was actually thinking if I'm going to have to have this ridiculous bloodlust uh, compulsion, then just go for a mantis. Just yeah, yeah. You know, nice. Just, just eat some heads. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling down. It's also a yep. big uh, I'm like, device. I'm like, I'm like. There, there's there's no possibility of a happy ending in the Chronos device as a <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, there we go. Beetle. Oh no. Oh I got one. Be, on. Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I choose I choose you, native Australian honeypot ant. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, they have got an image. Um, so, just give me a second. I'm gonna put this image in the Discord chat. Oh, I managed to grab it. We're not. We're not gonna like this. I haven't even seen. No, we're not. No, they're very good. What are you talking about? Is this uh, something that you're gonna? You would find under one of your. Um, oh, those. Yeah. 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 Um, because I wouldn't need blood. I just 
drink a bunch of honey to excess. <laughs> you have a giant butt. <laughs> I'd have a giant butt and I'd live forever. Whatever I want. This, this would be, this would be the, the sequel, which is a c- collaboration between Del Toro, Toro and Cronenberg. So, <laughs> mm, maybe not then. <laughs> it's like a beanbag butt. Where is that Cronenberg? <laughs> sit on your butt. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> oh, dear. I think I'll pick the uh, the ladybug because I think <laughs> get well because yeah. it'd be one of the things I would never because I would never get crushed. Yeah, protect yeah. them. You know, you're supposed yeah. to put them on your hand. Oh, don't kill it. Yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> like don't kill it. Um, you know, just you know, away. And then you know, uh, so if I you know if my Kronos was a uh, a ladybug, it just wouldn't get crushed. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah. go to crush it. No, no, there's a ladybug in there. You can kill it. You know, it'd be one of those situations. <laughs> so it always survived. As, as you stalk your neighbor's gardens at night, just hoovering air plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there'd always be a fresh supply of them. <laughs> uh, you got any of those aphids? <laughs> it's, 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 it's the same exact scene of, of Jesus in the, on the bathroom floor, only your face <laughs> in the just licking leaves. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need to lick, like, a thousand leaves just for one day. Yeah. Oh, a lot of yeah. leaves. Oh, there we go. Uh, See, everyone's thinking about Anyone that's listening now is, my bug be? <laughs> what would your yeah. bug be? Right oh, in. Send yes, it in. Questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next dude. week we want some replies <laughs> we want to hear your bugs <laughs> <laughs> alright I think that might wrap us up uh, oh this is like a way yeah, shorter episode yeah. especially yeah. if I have to chop out giggling for 10 minutes half of it I'm just going to leave it there <laughs> <laughs> we're going to suffer yeah, we'll oh, you, yeah. yeah. well I, t- I suppose it it's it's a difficult film. It's a good film to talk about, but I suppose it's not very long, and it's you know there's only so much to it. So I think I think we've tried to cover as much as we can about. It. I suppose the problem is it's a very ambiguous film in lots of ways. We got ru- we got rules that we don't know. We've got an ending where we don't know if he died. Um, the we just know that the device works because it does. <laughs> it's sort of you know there's lots of little if you know we've got very. You know, like I said earlier, very grey areas all the way through this. You know, we've got Ron Perlman shoving people off cliffs and worrying about yeah. his nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, it's 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 a film completely devoid of subplots. Yeah, I thought yeah. that maybe there was going to be one about his wife maybe having an affair with that with Manuelito Baxioed, uh yeah. <laughs> man that she was dancing with, but then yeah. that just goes away. It, it, yeah. it's, it's it's a straight line from start to finish of yeah. this is the, about the Kronos and nothing else matters. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's, yeah. that's fine. I mean, it, it serves the movie well. Um, keeps it free of distractions. Uh, but next time, maybe we'll look at uh, subspecies or something I know has copious amounts of <laughs> vampire antics. <laughs> And cool special effects. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. But we'll use this as a uh, 
comparison piece as opposed to the, the yeah. standard board. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. All the afflictions and none of the benefits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Super strong? Nope, you're still an old man. You'll just be an old yeah, man yeah. forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. granted, he yeah. got a little bit younger looking, so we don't know if, yeah. you know, he if he continued to or not really continued, but actually succeeded in consuming more than like just a lick or two of blood. Um, the effects that the, yeah. the device may have had it may have been turned back into yeah. hunky dude from the 30 years earlier or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, just have him acted by um, the guy who did the cremation. No, oh, no, yeah. no, please don't. <laughs> senior, senior Cyberno. It's official. Chess. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. That, is that is that your favorite superhero? Sino Sideburno. <laughs> <laughs> What's your special powers? I have sideburns. <laughs> and I'm very well, good well, at putting he, on makeup. He, he was a big luchador fat, so he probably <laughs> yeah. just had the mats cut out so the sideburns would stick out. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's that's Kronos, guys. Yes. All right. Anything else we want to cover before we wrap this up? Um, I don't think so. Um, we've already mentioned t-shirts. Yes, um, t-shirts. We have yeah. t-shirts. And I feel we may have a spin-off coming soon it's, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting a big old crate in hopefully on Wednesday, so I'll have even more to talk about then. Uh yeah. We'll get us we'll get a spin-off up and running sometime soon. Soonish. Absolutely. Yeah. Over the holidays, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm I'm about to have a lot of time off, so I'm I'm well and truly ready to be able to dive deep into some extra work for the Excellent. podcast. For Excellent. the good of the show. Uh, oh, of course it is. We're not doing this for fun. We're not... <laughs> oh, God, no. Fun. No, we're fun. <laughs> this is work. Silly, man. Serious, serious work. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leonard. <laughs> Why have you spent $400 on Kingdom Death Monster? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for work, yeah. obviously. For work. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. right. Clearly. Leonard, you got anything while you're uh, on with us here? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. I've got some. Uh, I've got a couple of projects, video projects in the pipe. I uh, still haven't plugged set up my Xbox One that I bought on <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> You'll get around to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, I do want to say that, uh, once again, uh, I've been playing Hand of Fate 2, and that game is really, really good. Cool. Hmm. Is it? Really, really I, 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 I didn't really ever play the first one, but is it? do you need to? Uh, no, it it doesn't. Seem, as far as I can tell, it doesn't seem like it. And okay. um, yeah, it's it. They all seem to be uh, um, small adventures that uh, that inform an overall story. But I don't seem to uh, see any correlation 
between it and the first. Okay, oh. cool. Good to know. Hmm. Um, but yes, it's a it's a game that mechanically I'd really like to see a bunch of other games steal from, because mm-hmm. if you, um, the translation from these are board board and card game mechanics into a video game by making the, the combat actually dynamic, but everything else follows the the patterns that you'd expect from a board or card game, really, really. Uh, works for keeping the game engaging while also making all of the the board game components feel um, realistic. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I remember the first game was again I didn't play it, but from what I saw, it, is it is it a combination where you're you've got like a board and then and then you're telling the what you guys want to do is it you know how's it how's it i know we're sort of deviating slightly but how is it sort of generally set up is it sorry karen uh it's a it's a it's a set of cards that basically uh act as as your dungeon map and you move character token from card to card and events will happen and the events uh all have uh some of them require tests uh which will be either a dice test uh, a card will test, different various kinds of tests to see whether you mm. succeed or fail. Um, but all, everything that's combat related takes you into an instance where it's a full 3D combat area. Uh, mm. And the combat's basically just Arkham Asylum combat. Oh, right. Okay. So all the mm. combat's handled uh, dynamically there, but everything else is handled just like. Uh, board game so it's dice rolls and all sorts of different other checks nice nice that looks really cool actually yeah because i was going to ask because the third person perspective so you actually are fully in control of your character in those yes bits. yes oh nice okay that looks cool i mean is it is it a bit rpg like do you actually you know is your characters in these scenes are you you know do they progress or are they just just you know purposely just for these little instances uh they progress throughout the quest like there's an overarching quest uh for each section of of the game because they're all uh actually uh the tarot so you start off okay. as the full which is the first quest and so as you proceed through the quest you can gain weapons and armor uh spells spell items things like that and that all resets once that adventure is done, but you there is character progression within that adventure. Okay. Oh. And then oh. after you after you complete an adventure, you gain uh, cards that were used in that adventure that you can use to seed previous or next adventures. So you kind of get to tailor the encounters that you're going to have before you actually go on the adventure. Right. Okay. Oh, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. it's what's kept me from <laughs> setting up my Xbox One. So <laughs> oh, nice! Out all that's going on with me. <laughs> cool. All right, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up. Um... Yeah, Leonard, it was great to have you back on again. Glad you could join us. Uh, thanks for uh, having me. Definitely. 
Yes. Right, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, where one to want to uh, contact you? Uh, well, if you're on Twitter, you can find me at Doctor Faust is dead. And if you uh, frequent the YouTubes, uh, then uh, it's easiest to just do a search for Doctor Faust is dead. Uh, still working on breaking that 100 so I can actually give myself a custom URL so I can just tell people this type in youtube.com slash Dr. Faust is dead. But until that 100 hits, just do a search. It's the easiest way to find me. <laughs> All right. You heard him, folks. Cool. Help boy out. I'm right. Yeah. Get to it. <laughs> Matt. Where are you at on the interwebs? Uh, I am on Twitter as well, uh, at NinjaBadger7, number seven. Um, also, I'd just quickly like to say as well, because obviously this being episode 30, that I you know, I, I really enjoy being on this show, and it's, it's quite surreal realize, you know, that we've got to episode 30 this quickly. Sorry, I said I wouldn't get emotional. Um, but, it's, you know, I've re- you know it's, it's quite bizarre thinking about, you know, we... At one point, we were strangers. Again, it's getting quite philosophical, man. Um, <laughs> we were once strangers, and it's quite, you know, it feels quite, you know, odd, but also good that, you know, we've sort of, you know, been doing this all year. And, you know, the point we've got to where, you know, we're doing this every week. We've got T-shirts. Hey, that's good. We've got, you know, we've got Yokai of the Week. We've got, uh, you know, our spin-off Mini Dear Mini in the pipework. Um you know, um, occasionally we'll do a blog post <laughs> when yeah, we find the time to. I, I must do that. Yeah, I must get back to that. Um, you know, just, yeah, I just want to say it's been, you know, it's been great so far. And uh, here's to many more. I'm raising a glass right now. <laughs> I'll raise you my empty tea mug. <laughs> uh, how about you, Cameron? Where, where are you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me, uh, as usual on Twitter, um, at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, you can also find me in my bed where I'm planning to remain for several hours. Nice. And he's not a vampire. Um, no, no. <laughs> and yet, 30 episodes, very cool. When I have yeah. higher cognitive function, I will get all emotional about that. But for now, <laughs> it is... It is two in the morning. I've been awake for 20 hours. <laughs> oh, trooper. See, look, committed to the cause. Hey. Um, and <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, you know it's going to be in the show notes, but where can we find you? If well, you in you the show notes? Out. Yeah, in the show notes, really? Oh, I better, better check really? there. Wow. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Uh, that's, that's primarily it. I'm not really anywhere else. Um, or am I? Oh, it's a secret. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, 30 episodes. Um, it's been great. And as, as I think I can't do justice to Matt's little monologue there. So I'll just no. say that I'm no. really appreciative of... Uh, you guys deciding to join me on this adventure and um, all of our mm-hmm. uh, many uh, listeners <laughs> and the support that we get from yeah. the, our little uh, Twitter community. So it's great. And Definitely. I'd like to continue to see the podcast grow uh, as it is. 
Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I look forward to Absolutely. what, you know, next year can bring and we'll be creeping yeah. ever closer to our one year uh, anniversary of the podcast. Yeah. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what yeah. we can do, um, you know, when that episode rolls around <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, get a bunch of people together or something. We'll, we'll see. That's a little De- ways off. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. That's yeah. us signing off for episode 30. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye, Later everyone. On.